but other religions don't. So it feels yeah. like those guys would get an unfair advantage. <sighs> it's a tough one. But yeah. I mean, thankfully we have God on our side to, to solve some of the finer That's points. That's a great point. That's a great <laughs> point. <laughs> All right. Welcome to uh, season two, episode one of One With Thought with Kieran and Vijay. Man, is it season two already, Vijay? Uh, you know, it seems like so long ago that we started on this journey and we're already on our uh, second season and you know, you can be rest assured that Kira and I are nowhere near out of weird thoughts. Um, we've right. got a healthy supply of these things coming your way. I'm just glad we got picked up for a second season. You know how some shows just get cancelled after the first one? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I'm it, just glad we made it. You know what, Kira, I, th- I think what helps is having connections with the producers. That's right. That's right. We have sponsors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we yeah. have connections. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and yeah, you know, for all of our sponsors, we want to thank you uh, for uh, continuing to support us. Uh, each and every one of yeah, you. Yeah, each and every one of you, one by one. Um, this week's podcast is brought to you by, insert name here, uh, should anybody want to pick this up later on. Uh, Kenny, if you want to... Oh, see? yeah, I'll fix that in post. Yeah, there no, you go. No worries. There you go. <laughs> um, so um, so uh, let's talk about uh, this, week's, uh, this week's podcast. So... I think by now, you know, for our more devout listeners, right, uh, they'll start to sense a theme, right? We kind of work at the intersection of religion and technology and culture, which is why we have very few listeners, right? And so, yeah, yeah. Um, so today's one is really about helping people uh, get into heaven. Right? And uh, because we're one with thought, uh, there's an app involved. So... Let me uh, break things down a little bit, right? So I would say look, there are a lot of people running around who think they're going to get into heaven and they're going to be in for a hell of a shock, right? Um, Those poor souls. Yeah. Now, one person person being, I guess, who wouldn't be shocked would be God, right? God's been watching this for thousands of years now and it's pretty frustrated, right, because the admission numbers aren't very good. In fact, even believers, right, don't believe that they're going to get in. I think something like 54% of Christians uh, don't believe that they're actually going to go to heaven, which makes you wonder. Could, what I, could I challenge one point here, VJ? Do you, do you really think in most faiths that it's God himself or themselves making that distinction? Because uh, at least from what I've read in my brief study of the Christian faith, mm-hmm. it seems like he's delegated all of that to St. Peter. Oh, as in, well, so you're saying that uh, St. Peter is in, is in charge of, admissions right i think so but, and i think like god keeps like some sort of uh he looks at things at a high level yeah. maybe he's like verifying kpis on yeah. the back end but i don't think he's involved day to day on these decisions well i mean isn't isn't st peter more of a program manager really just kind of executing an algorithm and running a process hey every algorithm has some subjective biases ah, so right so maybe are you saying maybe, i think saint peter peter has quite a lot of power in this, in this ah, whole ah, um, ah. so so one way of letting more people in is to kind of ask saint peter to chill out a bit but then yeah. you know all the previous ascendants of heaven would like look down upon the new folks coming in saying you know they're just letting anybody in now right so so that would have its downsides so would your app is this God taking a little bit more heavy-handed approach? Like he's going direct to consumer. He doesn't want any middle, you know, 
he's fed, no middleman. He's fed up. Like the arbiters aren't getting it done. Right, they're yeah. not driving up the numbers, and it feels like he's got to jump in, right? And so, um, so he's got to, you know, again, you know, we oftentimes talk about like what it feels like uh, to be a product manager, right? And you know, if if God's a product manager, he's looking at this situation and he's saying, well, what's going on here? You know, why why am I not winning? Even though, like, I'm really selling everybody a really nice value proposition. Like eternal bliss is, it sounds like it's, it's good. And it sounds like it's worth putting the work in. Yeah. It's pretty much the, the best feature you could possibly ship is eternal bliss. I, I mean, not even Facebook hasn't even got there and look how well they've done. No, they've, they've tried to dopamine hack as many features into that, yeah. into that product as possible. And yeah, um, it is a bummer that, and, but do you really think, God's KPIs involve everyone getting in or he just wants the right. Like, do you think he's just failing on getting the people he wants into heaven? I, I've got to assume that, you know, given the omnipotence of God. Yeah. Right. He's the right kind of people are getting in. He doesn't feel like, like there's any people down there who should, you know, really they could have been up here. Right. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's a few escapees here and there, right? Like, you know, no way, they can't be. Oh, um, omnipotence. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Right. That's so, fair. so, so, if, if if you're God and, and you're looking at why are people not getting in, right? You can start clustering them, right? And I feel like the vast majority of people fall into the camp of casual believers, right? These are the folks who show up, you know at their religious institution on the major holidays. We don't really tend to do anything in between, right? And, you know, they kind of nominally follow the rules, but some of the rules are really hard to follow, you know. And, uh, you know, in the Substack article, you know, I call out some of those people, right? I'm talking about, you know, meeting Hindus, you know, pork-eating Jews and whiskey-loving Muslims. <laughs> Right or or you know can I, I even call it out like Easter Bunny loving Christians? Right? It just seems is wrong. that problematic? Is the Easter Bunny problematic to the Christian faith? There's no bunnies in the Bible. Yeah, but doesn't mean you can't. The whole story is about like resurrection. Unless the bunny was getting red, unless we're eating like the blood of bunny, right? You know, right? You know, like this is. This is bad. Like, oh, it's if, a bit of harmless fun, VJ. If I'm God, I'm like going, "Come on, man!" And you've got the fat guy in the suit. Like, you guys have just lost the plot, right? They kind of, kind of have, right? And, so, and it is, it is a little bit problematic that they do this whole Easter egg hunt on the day that his son died. They're you know, all living it up. That's kind of messed up. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's yeah. Right, so, I could see it. It could be unseemly to God. Yeah. But, but it's most people, right? Like most people, like just don't really do it, right? They don't give it their all, right? Like they, it's, it's kind of hard work, you know. Um, and God did preach loving all people, and it, it does seem like the vast majority do not do that. I think it's just mm. they find it hard to lo- love all people. You know what? Um, I'm going to digress a bit here, but I feel like God's saying a poor example on that front. Oof. Because Are you throwing shade at God? 
this this might affect your chances of getting in myself. Uh, well, getting yourself. I, I'm, I'm, I've got other reasons why I'm screwed, right? But but uh, <laughs> in this instance, though, right? Um, I, if God like loves everybody, how can you yeah. love somebody and then and then send them off to eternal damnation? Yeah, there I'm is gonna... no way of reconciling those two things. I feel is like, there no redemption out of hell? Like, are, are they just screwed forever? I guess it, that is. It is point. eternal damnation. Yeah, you're not working. It seems a bit. It seems a bit heavy-handed, if I'm being honest. I, you know, uh, like I say, I, I thank God I don't have to figure out how to reconcile these problems. <laughs> I've opted out. That's not, I mean, the reincarnation angle is nice. Um, it it gives you hope. But I think where reincarnation kind of breaks down is there's, I really don't think that it's easy to moralistically uh, differentiate between two like amoeba, right? So if you screw up enough in, in your human life, mm. it seems like you can go far enough down that you're basically stuck there forever. Um, Actually, yeah, I, I guess how do you become a good amoeba? I, a I a no pious idea. amoeba. Right? So. A pious amoeba. <laughs> Maybe they do the, the the correct rituals on Tuesday. They're um, maybe they're not surrounding any organic matter, and they try and like feed off of like lower chemicals or something like that. Like I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of concept of vegetarian amoebas. It's a tough one. It is a tough one, right? So, but you know, again, uh, you know, I fall into the next camp, which is you know another set of people who are failing to get into heaven. Uh, are the non-believers, uh, non-believers right yeah and so so these folks you know they die just before they die i assume they're like wow this is it lights are going to be off right and uh it's all over and imagine their surprise when then there they are standing at the pearly gates going oh man right <laughs> I thought it was all over. Yeah. And I haven't been doing it. Look at what I've been up to. Look what I was just saying earlier on. This was not very pious of me. Right? So, and then if they're really unlucky, they would have had a friend who sat with them bedside mm. and said, look, on your deathbed, now's will your you take, yeah, now's your chance to redeem yourself. Will you take the Lord as your savior yeah. or whatever it is? And you're like, and they're probably like, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What? Why do I need this? And maybe just as they're entering, like the expression on this person's face changes to like, you know, right? Yeah. And so, <laughs> this, this final look on their face is one of surprise, right? And so now, right, what are they going to do? They're going to be like, okay, maybe it's going to work out okay because, because you know, I've been mean, a pretty decent, pretty decent guy. Like I'm not mean to people for the most part, yeah. right? So I'm going to get in. But that's when I realized God has a high bar. I'm not getting in. Yeah, you had to follow the rules and you had to be a nice person. Yeah. Those are orthogonal things, but they're both important. Yeah. Then the, the last camp are the ones who I hate the most. I really hate these people. They're yeah, the, I, I hate them too. They're, they're the, in quotes, true believers. I mean, you're so I, I clearly fall into camp one. And then you're in camp two. Yeah. 
as a non-believer. And so obviously we would both have a disdain for the true believers. Yes. 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 Well, and, and you know what? The, the, I'm sure the feelings are mutual, right? So, uh, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I, I feel like we have the moral upper hand here. You do. I'll give you an example. 20 years ago, I played ping pong with this guy. Okay. I'm very tempted to name him. I dislike Off to a good start. Because <laughs> I, I dislike him a lot. We don't name and shame in one weird thought, but uh, I think all of our listeners can probably picture this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Give us something else to go on, honestly. Actually, I, I take back my comments. I, I want a little bit more to go on. Hey, ping pong. Give me a smug expression as he plays ping pong. There was a company where I worked where we played a lot of ping pong. Did he have his own paddle and he wore those you know, high shorts he, when he played? He was definitely committed. He... he, he he had his own paddle. Okay. Um, and very pious, very self-righteous. And what disgusted me about him, he cheated at ping pong. What? Yeah. Why would you cheat at ping pong? How do you cheat at ping pong? Like, uh, you know, it, it, was, it was a questionable call. Oh, so he said it like nicked the table, but it didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be... Kind of one of those kind of situations. Oh. Right? And so, <clears throat> if he's listening, <laughs> to remember this moment. I want you to remember, I didn't forget. And, and you know who you are. Yeah. And you know what? God was watching that day. God was watching that day. And... I'm sure, you know, and I know you follow all the rules, but in your heart, you're not a nice person. And when you sharpen those pearly gates, God's going to pull a lever and you're going to be like this, <gasps> like this. And, you know, I, if we're there at the same time, I guess we'll be falling down together going, you know, like, well, I'm not surprised you're going down. I'm just surprised that there was anything to go down in the first place. Right? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, what I like about that, I, I hope God plays like, does like a highlight reel of your life as you're going down. As you're going down. Right. Oh, that'll be explaining yeah. the Actually, maybe there's... It's like a credit score, right? Yeah. At some level, this is God's credit score. Yeah. And like, we, we've kind of seen the evolution of you know, all these credit companies, they offer free credit scores now. Like yeah, before yeah. it was this arcane black box where yeah. they don't, you don't, you, you don't know why you're, you know, you're getting dinged. And now they've made it super transparent, Vijay. So I, I actually, I have belief that we could make this happen. Um, and it seems like your plan of making it happen though, involves God directly putting up code on GitHub. Yes. Yes. So I'm glad we kind of moved down. Uh, uh, so, so let, let's talk a little bit about God's plan, right? For for helping us out, right? So, what we want is an app, and this app will give us a score. It's it's like it's like our credit score, uh, Karen, like you mentioned earlier on. Uh, only instead of being a credit score, it is a heaven score, and it tells you 
how likely you are to get into heaven. And because, you know, it's a modern app, uh, it does more than just tell you your score. It gives you helpful suggestions on, on things you can do to drive your score up. So well, you're like it, yeah. more likely to get to heaven. Because deep yeah. down, God's a nice guy. right? And he's, he's looking to increase the number of people coming in. That's the reason uh, that the app exists. Uh, in the first place. Now, what makes the app, there's a couple of things that make the app really interesting. Right? And the first one is, the um, first one is, well, how does it figure it out? And that's where GitHub comes in. So a GitHub uh, is a place for storing source code. And you can put some source code up there and you can invite other people to contribute. And, you know, that's oftentimes how, like, open source uh, software projects are built. So in our instance, what would happen is God would put this actual, it's actually divine code down into GitHub. And then he would invite a bunch of developers to produce this app that's built on top of this code. Yeah. Right? And... Those people who God has invited are the world's best developers. All of them. When they get the invitation, they click on it and they immediately feel God's love and feel God's power. And therefore, they're compelled to help God build this app. Whoa. So, let's talk to... It's pretty inspirational. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you sort of persuade God to, to do this, right? Yeah, obviously, God, you know, being the omnipotent being they are, he, they would um, publish SDKs for iOS, Android. Yes, yes. You know, exactly. all the major operating systems. Like, make yeah. it really easy for the developers. Yeah. In addition, yeah, yeah, to you know, compelling them. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, he's going to provide them an API, right? Yeah. Uh, they'll basically provide an ID for a person, right? A token coming in. Uh, right, yeah. right into the API saying this is the person who I need to score for, and then you know this magic API spits out a result for that person. So the developer job is actually pretty easy, right? Along with some helpful suggestions. Naturally, does God give you the suggestions, or do you think that's more of a we need like a, a priest middle layer, right? Um, that you know you send requests to God, you get back scores. And then you also send a person's history. So now the priest has to do a little bit of, you know, massaging to get, you know, tactful, Kieran, Kieran. tactical su- suggestions. The thing is, Kieran, like both of us come from the priestly class. Yeah, class I'm just worried we'll all be Hinduism. out of a job, Vijay. And the problem is that let's face it, we bring in some bureaucracy. We add in our own thinking. It's better that God takes control and the suggestions come from God. Well, because not only will God um, give you suggestions, he'll tell you like how much each one of them will help. Right? So, um, you know, like don't eat fish on Friday, 10 points. Right? You know, and so you can figure out, you know, how much this is worth to you. So, but I, I think, but this is getting at the core of why you sometimes need middleware. Right. It's like, I think, and, you know, for our listeners, there oftentimes, 
you know, these big companies will release um, APIs that do that are very powerful. Like, uh, very famously, Windows has thousands upon thousands of APIs that they release to allow it to to make it easy for app developers to you know create build all a these healthy, applications that we use to build a healthy ecosystem. So maybe what you're saying is like ha- that's right. Heavenly Helper is just an API, and there's a there's a suite of you, you have your choice of application. That's right. I think we need an ecosystem right. around this ah, single API. I see. So you'd have like a, um, there'd be a whole bunch of priests out there who'd all build their apps and, and their value add is they're the ones who are going to help you figure out how to bump your score up. Exactly. I see. I see. And I, you know, I, God has already proven out this business model, right? Like I don't think he's, they're going to change it. Yeah. I think they just want to, if they want to, I don't think they're trying to go for like a whole revolution, right? Uh, they're just iterating on an existing business model by adding in a little bit of tech. It's what I would. So, you know, when you put out an API like that, right? Like big yeah. companies start to get threatened right, pretty quickly. So do you think Google would build an app built on it? Facebook? Oh, yeah. Facebook? Well, they are the priestly class of today. Ah. Uh. People become followers of Google and followers of Facebook. My God, being a Facebook follower becomes a whole new thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're we're going down that road, VJ. Oh. Um, See, but but then, do you think like there's the official uh, Mormon app? Right? Of course. Right, and then yeah. the, there's the Roman Catholics. I I think Hindus are going to have you know thousands of apps. Obviously. Unfortunately, yeah, obviously. of course, there's not they're not going to be able to. Oh, Art of Living is going to have one. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, all sorts of babajis are gonna put out their own. They might not have entire apps. We might have like a white label oh. uh, agency that's spinning out oh, apps for these gurujis. I like where you've gone with this now. Now, yeah, yeah. Um, do you actually? What's interesting is you know a lot of times when these kind of ecosystems happen, too, you'll end up with these third party tools that yeah. assess the efficacy of these different apps and it could actually compare them head to head. So then you would get, Oh, there's going to be certification processes, VJ. So maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe one of the things God does is certify each of the apps and actually rates yeah. them and says, look, this is what percentage of the, of the uh, users of this particular app get into heaven <laughs> versus the users of this other app. Right. So it kind of thins out the marketplace a bit. Yeah. 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 Right. And, you go like head to head, like effectively one religion versus another. Right? Yeah, one sect versus the other, right? Like in yeah. inter religion. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to create a a really healthy competition between um, these layers. Oh, pro- yeah. proselytizing brings on a whole new ball game as well, right? Like, yeah, that that's just a growth strategy. That's just like we want. people to use our app instead of theirs like what do we do but it could be like kind of personal testimony right you could imagine like uh jehovah witnesses right like now standing there not just with their watchtower by the way i love that magazine but have you ever read the watchtower magazine no really good when i was a kid i used to like reading it i haven't read it since i was a kid get your hands on it did did the jehovah's witnesses get to you early or i don't know where i found some but every once in a while i'd come across one <laughs> Did you, you probably had like some Jehovah's Witnesses just kind of follow you around and 
you know. You got, I mean, it, put them put them strategically where you would read them. I mean, it didn't stick, obviously. Uh, but yeah. um, so I want to talk a little bit about how the app scores virtue. It's, you know, really, what you're looking for is virtue points, right? You want. Oh, can you repeat that? Like, you want to talk about what? How the app scores virtue. Oh, I see. Okay. Right? Um, because you're looking to maximize your virtue points, right? You need a certain threshold of virtue points to get into heaven, right? Um, it's not a pass-fail situation, yeah. right? Like, and because you want to know whether you're close or not, right? So the attributes that I came up with, right, like or parameters I looked at was, the first thing, like, all gods, they, they really want to be loved, right? Yeah. So you want to know how much, right? God is going to score you based on how much you love God. This is one of the parameters have to love God. You can't just follow the rules without, of course, in your heart feeling like you love God. Right? And so, um, so that's a tough one, right? Like, uh, because it's an emotional connection. Right? And this is why... Yeah, the, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of suggestions that can help you out in case you are failing at the... Failing at the that one. God. Yeah, that, that, that's a tough one, right? But it's also the reason why, why you need this divine API, right? Why this couldn't be built by by uh, humankind, right? Um, because to really know yeah. what's in your heart, right? Right, it needs, like, divine power, right? Um, I mean, that is one of the functions of the priestly class, let me just reiterate. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to help you build... Build that relationship with God. God. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it's build that love of God, right? Yeah. That was the whole point. Yeah. Anyway. So, so the next one, right, is, like, how decent are you towards your fellow human beings, right? Uh, like, truly decent, right? Not just uh, performative, Right? Yeah. But like when nobody's around, like, are you really a decent person? Right? Because God's watching, God knows. Right? Um, right? And then finally, you know, and I thought about trying to weight these different uh, parameters, yeah. but, but I pulled back because I feel like that's me usurping God and who am I to usurp God? But God would probably weight these things, I would think. And, <laughs> and so the third one is how well are you ad- adhering to the rules that you signed up? Right. So assume that, you know, you, you've decided that, you know, you're going to follow the Christian faith. Right? We keep picking on Christians. Sorry about that. Christians. Uh, but, um, um, you know, if you signed up to follow that faith and you said, I'm going to follow this book, then you've got to do all the know, things this in the book. I, I struggle with this one. So uh, there is this essence of, you know, we've signed up for it. But r- to be f- like most people did not sign up for the rules, right? Most people just were born and they were forced into the rules. But wouldn't you, would you say that God might have golden rules, right? Those are inviolate, you know, you, you can't violate them. And then all these other like, rules that you kind of semi signed up for through your religion, those are like a little bit fungible. See, I think that's why you are, you know, when we are looking at different types of believers, that's why you're (laughs) a casual believer. believer. Like, um, so, so I think, you know, it's, it's showing your belief, right? Like really showing your belief is by really following all of those rules. I think you end up with some weird behaviors as a result of it as people get more serious about trying to follow all of those rules. Yeah. And, and, you know, and then the sub stack, you know, kind of 
point out, it means that you're signing up for stoning and things like that, you know, um, which is kind of awkward. And, Almost rather than not follow all the rules. I mean, it would certainly be easier. It would be easier for us all to get along if we could all decide to kind of pick and choose which rules to follow. Right? Um, yeah. So would, how about this score that people get? Like, do you think it could be a number between, say, you know, 500 and an arbitrary 900-ish? Who picks a range of 500, starting at 500? Is that the credit score? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Is that where you got that from? Yeah, no, I think you can, I, you can get a score I'm less than five hundred. Can you get less than five hundred? Can you get can you get less than one hundred? Because like the SATs also have this really weird arbitrary scoring system, yeah, and I'd true. like us to invent something. Or let me just say, I I hope God invents something just as just as crazy and ambiguous. I think it adds a little spice to the to the whole thing. Ah. Oh, you, but God's trying to see clarity in this instance. But I also like the idea, just like the credit score, that we have three to four separate gods, ah. right? Mm. And I think they should have differing scores, you know? Like, they, they can't all be the same. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe Shiva has seen uh, you at your uh, peak, and, you know, that he appreciates, you know, passion, whereas I think the Christian god doesn't really... Um, while he appreciates passion in, in love and things like that, he doesn't really appreciate anger, it seems. So um, they, he might score you a little bit lower. Um, I can see where you're coming from. Um, but then your approach implies that there are multiple gods, which some of the religions say that that's not true. Yeah, but we're already saying that because... I believe you have multiple apps already going, right? There's yeah, but they're all powered by this one God, right? The, like kind of God's like, you know, pick your poison. Which which set of rules do you decide to follow? That's fine. Whichever one you decide oh, to follow. Oh, you're saying singular God, yeah. but different rules for people. So yeah. it's not like... They can pick whichever, everyone at- whichever one they choose to pick or whichever one they happen to fall into. Uh, I see. You're I what see. you signed up for. Just holding you accountable to whatever it is you signed up. Hey, just wait, let me just, I'm going to have to edit this out, but can you try not to look at your screen? Like okay. every time you do that, it's like killing your audio for a second. Really? Okay. All right. Um, so, um, so yeah, I, I think it's, it's one God who is chilled out enough to say, I don't care which set of rules you follow, but once okay. you decide to follow up uh, on a set of rules, you should go for it. So... That's what I had in mind. Yeah, I really like the idea of, um, I guess, this one God, now that I'm I'm on board with this, uh, revealing one secret of yours through the API so that you really believe in them. I mm. think that makes a lot of sense, too. Um, a, a sort of verification uh, as part of the API. A lot of apps do this already, right? Yeah, they, yeah. they make sure that they check authentic, they, um they validate or they verify um, yeah. as part of the API. So. I was quite proud of that one. So what what Kieran's alluding to is in one of the FAQs in the Substack article, I talk about the onboarding experience with the app. Yeah. Right? And what's different about this one, I think, is typically you have to prove 
to the app owner that you are who you say you are. Yeah. Right? And in this instance, it's God on the other end. He doesn't need it. He doesn't even need face ID. He's got this. Right? Um, but God's got a problem. He needs to prove to you that he's God. And like, otherwise, like, how do you know you're not being, you know, influenced by the devil? Right? And the way I propose that God does this is through a revelation. Every time you log on to the app, God reveals to you that he knows something about you that nobody else knows. And therefore, you're totally bought in. And that being bought in is reinforced every time you log in to the app. In fact, one of the reasons why you want to keep logging in is just to see what else God knows about you. Yeah, just see the revelations. And I would propose that they take it really seriously and not only reveal a fact about you, but, you know, some sort of helpful or like you were alluding to revelatory, you know, anecdote on top of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So that you can actually view that situation with, in a different light. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. For example, like if, you know, I had some bad luck with a girl in high Mm -hmm. school and then God were to see that. um, And then I always thought it was my fault perhaps God could reveal the fact that he's seen this, this piece of bad luck and actually blame, you know, say a, a sibling of mine who may yeah. have, you know, caused the issue in the first place. So it would, it would help me put that into context. Uh, I think it would increase the engagement of the app. Uh, God, if you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm that's sure. obviously his primary KPI, right? Is app engagement. Yeah. 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 Any app. Right. So <laughs> Every app needs yeah. an engagement KPI. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think um, that's going to be great. So, you know, other questions that we explored was um, the question of, like, do most people actually get into heaven or not? Right? Even with this app, right? So we open up the, the podcast by discussing the idea that most people don't get it. And God wants more people to get it. Yeah, yeah. What, what's our baseline ratios? Like, what do you think we're starting with? I, I think we're starting with, it's got to be less than 54%, right? So if 54% of Christians believe that they're not getting in, right? Oh, that yeah. means there's only 46 There's only 46% that could possibly get in. Nobody's surprised getting in. Like, oh, shit, I didn't expect to get in, right? And, you don't uh, think so? Nobody's surprised to get in. Of course you can, VJ. No. You mess up a couple times. You're like, oh, God. This happens to people all the time. Like, you know that first impression thing where you shake someone's hand and then later on you walk away and you're like, oh, my God, I made a terrible first impression. My hand was sweaty. I said stupid things. And then that person thinks you're totally fine, like, years later. Oh, so so you think you might dwell on something. So, okay, so you think, okay. Okay, so let's say best case scenario then. All these folks who don't think they're going aren't yeah. going. So that gives you a, 40%, yeah. a 46% baseline right? of, of folks who who could possibly go. And, and, you know, God just feels like he's got capacity. So I think, yeah, you probably have like 10% on either side that, you know, false negatives. So yeah, yeah. 46%, maybe like 5% of those people don't get in. Mm-hmm. And then out of the 56% of the people who said they can't get in, maybe 5% of them actually do get in. Mm-hmm. So, Kieran, one of the questions I wanted to explore was, one of the questions, questions I wanted to explore was, 
What would happen when an atheist or an agnostic person downloaded this app? Well, obviously, they would get a revelation, and then they'd have to switch to being a believer, right? I don't think this app basically reduces all atheists and agnostics, um, the percentage of atheists and agnostics. I think um, this goes down precipitously after we launch this app. Mm -hmm. Not this app, the API. So the API layer has to go out first, and then we yeah. get this whole ecosystem thing going. And honestly, we could probably target an app specifically at atheists and agnostics. Remember, these people are not going to download the app at, you know, at, in the in the beginning. They're just not going to even look at it. But you see, I, I think what happens is there'd be this virality yeah. with the app, and curiosity would get them to download it. They'd always be scared, right? So it'd be, for an atheist, it'd be like playing with a Ouija board. Yeah, we're going to have to make this somewhat social, right? Like, to increase that virality. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah, we're not going to yeah. get to everyone. So, well, I mean, that, that revelation feature is pretty cool. Revelation is pretty cool. Can we add in some sort of referral bonus? You know, like extra heaven points if you refer 10 friends, that kind of thing. You know what's interesting about yeah. that? It's like kind of some forms of Christianity really value they really proselytizing, do. right? But, but other religions don't. So it feels like those yeah. guys would get an unfair advantage. Uh, it's a tough one. But, yeah. I mean, thankfully, we have God on our side to, to solve some of the fights. That's a great points. point. That's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to explore a couple of other weird, weird uh, facets of this thing with you, right? And one of them was, imagine you have a person who commits murder, right? And then they download this app. Let's say that they commit the murder... Uh, when they're 50 years old and the next day the app comes out and they yeah. download the app. I'm assuming that's a showstopper issue for God. Uh, do you think murder is always unjustified to God? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, some folks have that whole kind of you can repent vibe, right? Yeah, it seems like you can do a couple of Hail Marys. And and, but remember, like with 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 our app, like one of the things is like you have to feel these things in your heart, right? Like so, you have to feel a profound amount of repentance, right? And then the other parameters that we look at, like have you been following the rules? Have you been loving God? All these things adequately, right? And so, my thought was there are a set of folks running around who aren't going in, right? And you know your credit score notion. Yeah. I feel like practically speaking, you want to give even those folks a sense of hope that they're going to get in because it's to society's benefit that they are as good as possible. Right? So God could actually lie to them yeah. and make them think they're getting in. And then when they show up at the pearly gates, he's like, sucker. And pulls the thing. Of course you're not getting in. Down they go. Wait, wait. Walk that logic back again. Why, why, would, why would God have to lie to these people? God would lie to them because God cares about humanity as a whole. Yeah. And if these people have no reason to um, live a righteous life, then they could create havoc 
uh, havoc on Earth, right? So it'd be better that they have some sort of hope and, and thought that they could actually get in, so that. Oh, I see what you're saying. So he need like God needs to provide a a path to repentance. Otherwise, these yeah. people would just go on murdering. Yeah. Even even though God's not planning on actually laying them in. That's a good point. Right? I, I which is kind of weird. Which means like God's lying to him. Which doesn't seem very godlike. I think the only logical thing then is that God must be serious. There must be a way to thread the needle and get in. So there's always a path? There's always a path to repentance. Do you think that builds some resentment for all the other folks who worked really hard, really consistently out of their whole lives? But like, wait a second. Steve gets to Manson's, murder someone and get in. Yeah. Charles he Manson's got- here? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. He saved a bunch of nuns from going off a cliff in a bus. So maybe he deserves to be there. Yeah, that's strange. Um, I think I'm on the path. I'm on the side of it should always be possible, but mm. probably, but it's it's unlikely that everyone will. I mean, it's it's highly unlikely that they'll they'll get in. But I think they should always have suggestions for improving. I got one last kind of weird thing for you to think through. Okay. Right, and then. We, we've been going for a while here, right? So, yeah. um, so one last one for you to think about is... I woke up way too early today. Take oh, <laughs> so, oh, um, so there's one last one for you to think about is imagine if you're a follower of... Um, of uh, who, who was the guy in Waco? Oh, D- uh, David Qureshi. Oh, yeah. Right, so now you're following this teachings of this evil person. So what happens in the David Qureshi uh, situation? I mean, I think he violates uh, principle two, which judges how decent you were to your fellow human beings. And so uh, that seems like a no. And I I don't think you can violate any of these three principles. This seems like table stakes, right? So... um, But what what if the principles are in in conflict with each other? Because like one of them is follow the rules. But unfortunately, one of those rules is go murder a baby. Yeah, I mean, that that's the problem with the entire faith or, like, pretty much everyone there is going to go to hell. So, too bad. Uh, too bad. Pick the wrong one. Yeah, you pick the wrong okay. one. I mean, th- there's no right one, but there are definitely wrong ones. Let's, let's, let's leave so, it at that. Okay. Okay. So, cl- so closing, closing question, Kira. Very last question for you. If this app existed... Would you download it? Oh, 110%. Of course. I would be an early adopter. I'd be clamoring for the invite code. And I would be trying to get as many of my friends onto the onto the heavenly helper as, as humanly possible. I would proselytize the crap out of this VJ. I, I don't know. I mean, you're staring... At your own virtue right there. What if you're kind of uncomfortable with the result? Uh, there it is in black and white. 
I'll just uh, verify the results with ChatGPT and um, I'll have two gods fighting each other. <laughs> Problem solved. Problem solved. Well, uh, Kieran, another another weird thought uh, in the bag. Uh, this is weird. This was. I I really like where you where you went with this one, and um, I'm looking forward to dissecting another one of these weird thoughts with you next week, VJ. And uh, if you got all the way till the end of this podcast, list, dear listener, um, um, thank you very much. Thanks for putting up with my cold. I don't know if you noticed this, VJ, but my nose is stuffy today, so I'm I'm kind of sounding a little off. But uh, you know what, Karen, you're such a professional, and I too am feeling a little under the weather. But you know, um, we power through, VJ, because you, we are professional. We do, I mean, we're doing God's work, Karen. We're doing God's work, and with that, um, send your thoughts, comments, and suggestions to one weird thought at gmail.com and. Uh, yeah, feel free to leave comments on our Substack and let us know what you think. We're we're always we're, we're yep. replying to every single one of our emails, right, VJ? Yes, yes, we are. We we actually had fan mail. That's right. Shout out to Irene. Shout out Irene. And uh, thank you, Irene. Yeah, you you made our day, Irene. You have no idea. So thanks thanks for uh, writing to us. So anybody else want to write to us? You know, we're 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 ready to respond. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. I'll talk to you in the next one, VJ. See ya. All right, take care. Bye-bye.